You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Today, uh, we're doing a home edition. I'm here at the tiny house that I live in. My girlfriend took the kiddos to the park, so that's grand. That helps with doing an interview for sure. I want to thank you for tuning in. We have a great program today. We're going to be chatting with Foster Gamble. He is behind the legendary documentaries Thrive and now Thrive 2 that have really put together some solid, complex, groundbreaking ideas and made them really consumable. And the level of professionalism and just the high quality nature of these documentaries, I think, make them a really effective, one of the best effective tools for bringing people over to the side of truth and reason and human harmony. And we're going to be talking to him about his background, this big shift that took place in his life, the documentary. And we're going to focus a whole lot on solutions, which if you're familiar with my work, familiar with the work of Derek Bros, familiar familiar with our project, The Greater Reset or Freedom Cells, it's all about solutions, man. We can talk about the problems till we're blue in the face. But the real question is, what are we going to do about it? And Thrive offers some really good answers to that important question. Uh, before we go any further, as always, I want to encourage you to sign up for our newsletter at livefreenow.show, livefreenow.show. You can also subscribe to the podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher. As you are well aware, big tech is censoring things left and right, and we want to make sure we can stay in touch with you should our stuff get pulled from Facebook and YouTube. I want to thank the live audience on Facebook and YouTube. I especially want to thank you that are watching us on Float, float.app, and those that are watching us on DLive. And real quick, I want to shout out our sponsor, My Brave Botanicals, mybravebotanicals.com. This is my company, so I stand behind the product, and I most definitely stand behind the customer service, because more often than not, if you give us a call, I'll be the one picking up, or my lovely staff person, Echo. I just wanted to point out real quick, we started carrying some Delta 8 THC products, wonderful plant medicine, helps with stress, anxiety, inflammation. The gummies tend to be the most popular These are legal federally, although I can't ship to 11 states because those are the states that have legal cannabis and they make it to where you have to be licensed and all that stuff. So uh, in the state that that we were going to ship to, but go ahead and check that out, mybravebotanicals.com, mybravebotanicals.com. That's where you can also get a free ounce of Kratom. Again, plant medicine is a wonderful way to health and to avoid the big pharmaceutical industrial complex. All right, without further ado... Let's bring on our guest, Foster Gamble. How are you? I'm doing great, John. Good to see you. Yeah, thank you so much for joining me today. It's it's definitely an honor to have you have you on the program. How's your 2021 going? <laughs> oh man, it, it's it's getting even crazier. <laughs> I got such yep. a kick out of people on New Year's Eve saying Happy New Year, like somehow the 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 uh, 
the ding of the clock at midnight was going to somehow clear all this stuff up. So it's actually going really well because I'm working on solutions with fantastic people and networking with them uh, all over the world. But in terms of the what's actually going on out there in the world, the, the kind of conversation that most people are in, in I, I feel like in, I'm in some bizarre, uh, <laughs> you know, twilight zone type of thing. So it's good to talk to, <laughs> to someone like yourself where we share some realities there. Yeah. You, um, I take it that you're the kind of guy that regardless of the chaos that's going on in the world or regardless if it's the Democrats or Republicans in control, you stay focused on your game and your destiny. Um, is that the case? Uh, a- absolutely. A, a core tenet of the work of Thrive and the Thrive movement um, is that it's all transpolitical. We have no interest in politics whatsoever because it's by definition corrupted as core because government yeah. wouldn't exist unless it was taking your money against your will uh, to do that. So I, I watch it very carefully because it, it's real. You know, it's like taxation. I don't like it. I don't believe them, but it, it's real. It's affecting all of our lives. So uh, I used to, to teach uh, the martial art of Aikido. So I mm-hmm. spend a lot of time on, okay, there are these forces coming at us. How can we keep our center blend with what's going on without trying to just, you know, go up against these massive forces and then ultimately end up leading it. Like you said, you said uh, truth, reason and and human harmony. That's exactly what, what we're dedicated to is uh, bringing harmony. Right on. Well, before we get into the documentary and some of the specific solutions you guys cover, I definitely want to talk about the whole energy innovation, too, because I think that's a really strong component that you bring that a lot of folks overlook. Can you share a bit about your background? Of course, you come from the family that brought the world Procter and Gamble. And uh, I take it that you're you're a black sheep in the family with some of the ideas that you're sharing now. So maybe you could share some of your history and specifically talk about that moment that was a turning point for you that kind of caused you to shift the direction of your life. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, my great, great grandfather was one of the founders of Procter and Gamble. Um, and in the early days of the company, it was highly respected, you know, one, was as one of the companies with the most integrity, they created the first employee stock option programs and so forth. Um, and, as things went on and it got bigger and bigger, um, things got a little out of hand. And I just want to be clear that this thing is 170 years old or something like that. So my family, even all my you know thousands of cousins and so forth, we have essentially no financial influence in the company. But because we carry the name, we've been able to have some influence on getting them to reduce their animal testing for cosmetics by 95%. And to improve a lot of their environmental uh, policies and so forth, but the 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 best blessing of the company for me was that uh, I you know I'm five generations later, so uh, a lot of the money is is gone. But I did inherit from my grandparents enough money that if I managed it carefully, um, I could choose what I wanted to do with my life. And that's a huge, huge gift for any human being because it, it doesn't do any good to go around complaining about your job. You know, it's like, OK, you can do anything you want. So what the heck are you going to do with your time and with your resources? So it was a major quest for me to 
And, and, you know, I went to all the finest schools and was being groomed for that establishment world. But I felt so claustrophobic. I didn't even know why, but it just didn't draw me at all. So I ended up really exploring consciousness and exploring science and exploring the world. And and I finally realized, OK, I need to understand better how this world works if I'm going to choose wisely where to put my energy. So a combination of my consciousness pursuits with my scientific pursuits finally came together. Well, the, the seed moment was the one I depict in Thrive One when I was 14 years old and riding on a school bus and all of a sudden had this hallucination. I was looking out the window and the lights were coming through the trees. It must have been blinking, probably put me in somewhat of a trance. And basically what I was shown was this fundamental energy pattern in the universe. It started as a solar system, and then that transformed into uh, an atom where you had the nucleus where the sun was and the electrons where the planets were and so forth. But then it transformed into a human being with this vorticular field around us. And I, I, I got the insight that I am that same pattern, roughly halfway in between the scale of the cosmos and the scale of the, of the atom. So I, I actually I haven't uh, told this story in any of our media, but that drove me into the physics lab night after night. I, I was building a construct. You know, it was a little bit like the, the close encounters of the third kind where the people were creating this thing out of mashed potatoes and drawing it and so forth because they were getting the, these ET messages. And for me, I finally created something where I'd used a, a, a very strong uh, light beam and uh, glass to refract the glass to bend, to bend the, uh, the light until it formed this circle of light, kind of like the snake eating its tail. And I turned off the light in the physics lab and there was this floating ring of light. And I was ecstatic. I said, that's it. That's what I was looking for. And so I called all my friends and teachers and everything. And they said, well, it's really beautiful. But what is it? I said, I have no idea, <laughs> but that's what I needed to find. And now I can look back and realize, oh, no, actually, the universe was showing me the fundamental pattern of sustainable energy throughout the universe. So, and, and then I dedicated my life to figuring out how can human beings be in harmony with that at every level, from the personal level, the spiritual level to the technological level. Wow. Yeah, that's that's great that you had that insight. And it, it literally was the universe communicating with you and you tapping into that oneness with the universe. Um, and this toroidal and this energy field can it is really monumental. Can you kind of riff a little bit more on th- how the micro is the macro and the solar system and the universe is the same model and the same energy as the atom? And really in Thrive 2, we have links for folks if they want to check out Thrive 2. Um, I just linked to Thrive 1 to watch that as well. Um, both of the videos feature this content. And I think the visualizations and the visual representations that you guys have in Thrive 2, especially to show this model and to show the micro, the interconnectivity and the interdependence of the little and the big really blew my mind. And I was like, wow, this is, I feel like I'm on LSD watching this here. Like this is pretty incredible. So can you talk about that? The that interconnectivity and, and maybe elucidate a little bit more about what the toroidal is and why it's so important. Thanks. Yeah. Th- this has been my lifetime passion. Uh, and it really is at the root of all the solutions. 
And, that, and that's what we lay out in Thrive 2. That's why we did Thrive 2 is because we saw so many fantastic solutions to the major problems that we're facing all over the planet. Kimberly and I never thought we would make another documentary. It's just too much work. And we're, we thought we were too old for that. But the news we saw was so good that we realized, okay, we just have to bite the bullet and do this thing, get this good news out to humanity. And at the core of this good news, what we reveal in Thrive 2 is the emergence of a unified field theory. This is what Einstein was seeking his entire life. He didn't find it. And he said, if somebody does find this, they'll probably be a geometer rather than a, a mathematician. And I think he was right about that because the math is important, but the, fun the, the fundamental is how nature shapes itself into sustainable geometries. So the, the, the key realization is that we're not living in a empty, dead universe with just a few little islands of this random life that all the evidence now is pointing to consistently that we're living in a completely alive universe of infinite energy at every point in the universe. And that's a mind blower because physicists have called it the vacuum because they thought it was empty. It's actually the plenum. We live in a universe of infinite abundance. And so the key is how can we tap that energy without violence, without violating it, without creating violence? Because obviously there's a lot of energy and you, you start a chain reaction in a single hydrogen atom and you've got a bomb. There's a lot of energy in there. So the key is how do we dance with it? How do we resonate with, with the dynamics of how energy moves in the unified field? And if you can do that, then everything becomes possible. And that's why we made Thrive too, that we were traveling around vetting technologies because we were we were contacted by over a thousand top level innovators after Thrive One came out because of the content of Thrive One. So we spent the last six years before making Thrive Two traveling around the world, visiting the best uh, inventors, the best doctors, the best shamans and the best ethical philosophers. Um, and it turned out that they were all talking the same language. They were all talking about, okay, this, we're all one. It, the whole thing is interconnected. What you need to do is find the still point, then put your system into resonance with the dynamics of the unified field. And if you get it right, the universe will give you all the energy you need, electricity, as long as you don't violate the flow. It'll give you all the healing you need, cures for cancer, chronic fatigue, heart disease, and so forth, as long as you don't violate it. And it'll also give you the ability to expand your consciousness beyond your wildest dreams, like the shamans have been doing and the mystics for thousands of years, particularly in combination with, with plant medicine that helps facilitate that kind of, of cosmic tuning. And then the one last thing I'll say about that is that the, particularly because this is a topic that you and I really share the passion for, is that those same principles need to apply for human self-organization if we're going to even survive as a species, much less to thrive. And so the key uh, that goes along with all the inventions and the healing is that the fundamental unit, the fundamental torus, the fundamental quantum of the universe at the human level is the individual, not the group. The group is a useful mathematical abstraction, but what's really alive is individuals. 
And each of those individuals needs to be honored in their sovereignty. They can do anything they want as long as they don't violate anyone else or destroy ecosystems. And that's the key to our making it as a society. And we try to lay the whole that out as coherently as we can in Thrive too. Yeah, and you guys did a really good job at doing that. And I love, as you shared, how it's all tied together. And then while you uh, brought this up in Thrive 1, it wasn't as hard-hitting, in my opinion, as it was in Thrive 2. You, you present all these different areas where being in harmony with the universe, with this energy field, with one another, will help spiritually, health on an individual level, energy and then, you know, the whole time I'm like, yeah, we could have this. This was, is so amazing. We ought, we deserve this. This is our birthright as human beings. Yeah. It's all life forms on this earth. And then at the end, you're like, but it's the damn state, you know? And then you guys really hammer and bring home the voluntarism message in a manner that I don't think's ever been conveyed before. Can you share uh, some of the struggles that you've had, some of the struggles that some of the inventors have had and how and why the state is working so hard to suppress um, in- energy technologies that recognize this insight that you've you've come up with and that you've that you've recognized as well. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't seen Thrive Two yet, we we lay out all this good news, the the unified field theory, and then we show how it's being successfully applied in health and in consciousness and in energy. And then Kimberly, uh, my wife, and you know. Uh, co-creator in all of this. She was the producer, director, co-writer of the, the of both films. Uh, she she delivers this line. Well, so how come we don't have access to these things? <laughs> and then we go into the rest of the movie. And that the answer to that is because they've been made illegal. Mm-hmm. And then we go into this inquiry of, okay, well, how did a few human beings get the power to tell us you can't have access to those cures for cancer? You can't have access to free, clean, abundant energy. You can't even have access to expanding your consciousness if it's going to interrupt our agenda. So in Thrive One, we laid out as clearly as we could uh, what that agenda is. And this is a you know, centuries-old agenda that sounds like a, you know, a corny James Bond movie or something like that on the part of you know, a few psychopaths to actually fool humanity into being completely dominated by a few psychopaths. And it sounds so ridiculous, except the fact of the matter is they've almost done it. And they've done it. Originally, it just used to be, you know, someone would invade a village and they would take over and demand their money and they'd put a tin cap on their head and say, I'm your, I'm your king, so you need to pay me this stuff. And, you know, within a couple of generations, people are d- believing in the divine right uh, to rule. And then so people saw through that, but then along came the priests and then along came the dictators. And as they saw through these rulers, one after another, the rulers kept needing to hide. And now they're hiding in democracy Mm -hmm. and which is sounds so good. We've been taught since kindergarten. This is the shining light on the hill. And it's a hell of an improvement. If it were honest, if it's a hell of an improvement over pharaohs and, and dictators, but it's still mob rule. And that, that's always taken over by people who want to control other people's lives. So the key to the whole thing is the non-aggression principle, which you and your colleague Derek Bros and your, your network deals with so beautifully yourselves. It, it's just as we've been missing the fundamental blueprint of sustainability energy-wise throughout the entire universe, 
Most people never even heard of a torus before a few years ago. We've been missing the, the core essence, the key, the secret code to a universal morality. And it's so simple that we've missed it or it's been hidden from us. And that's simply that no one gets to initiate force or fraud against anyone else except in true self-defense. Yeah. And it sounds so obvious. Well, sure, I believe in that. That's the golden rule. Most people will say, yeah. But then they turn right around and assume that we have to have a government. We have to have somebody in authority ruling us. And once you have that, the cancer is in the body. And it will always grow itself to try to protect itself, grow itself, and keep the fear of the rulers at bay by fooling us into not only going along, but rooting for it and paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. And you point out that the democracy in some ways is an improvement over the pharaohs and the divine right of kings. And uh, it's like a new religion, really. But there's that old quote, none are more hopelessly enslaved than those who falsely believe they are free. And there's like a trance on a lot of the public. And it's not just the American public. Let me ask you this. So there's kind of a paradox taking taking place right now, whereby I think never before in modern history have people been so divided. Um, maybe they're more divided during the Civil War, but we seems like we might be on the outbreak. Not we. I'm not participating right. in the Civil War, right? We're just going to exit and build. But um, simultaneously, people are freaked out. People are clinging in a state of fear and insecurity to the state and to their team, right? And to the institutions that they've been inculcated to believe they need, but also there's this great awakening take pl taking place. Um, there's movements that are growing. There's ideas that are being shared that were never shared before. So in your experience, are you seeing that the ideas of the non-aggression principle, um, people's willingness to think outside the box when it comes to health, energy, the whole gamut, do you think that more people are waking up to these ideas or at least becoming more susceptible or more willing to consider them than ever before? Oh, fortunately, I, I think it's happening hugely all over the planet. And uh, when Kimberly and I made Thrive One, which goes into a lot of the, you know, the facts about conspiracy and then presents the liberty perspective as the antidote to all that, we didn't know. We, we used to joke, you know, we might have to plant this in a some sort of time capsule or broadcast it out for some other planet that maybe is ready for. We had no idea. And it went on. It's got over 91 million views now. It's one of the most widely seen documentaries, if not the most uh, in history. So that was our first encouragement of not only is humanity ready for this, they are hungry for this. At the same time, it's not an easy transition for most people. For myself, it took me three months of intense argument with several experts, the first of which was my own son, who is probably your age. And he, he came to me and he said, Dad, before you put out that Thrive movie, there, there's some things I've been researching I think that you really need to know before that comes out. And so we argued for days and weeks. And quite quickly, I began to realize that I was on standing on moral quicksand compared to the arguments that he was presenting. He, would, he was very patient <laughs> with me. He would ask me these questions and I would say, you know, I, I grew up in a Republican Ohio and then moved to a, a, a Democratic uh, California. And I, I thought one was right. Then I thought the other was right. Uh, and then 
then I became an independent struggling for something. And then he woke me up to know that entire political spectrum is a complete con and it's violent and coercive. So I said, I finally said to him, okay, uh, I get it. You're onto something really big here. Educate me. <laughs> you know, that was, I think in 2005. So I spent the last 15 years studying many hours a day with tremendous excitement. I mean, to, to actually come up, upon a way out of this lethal misunderstanding that, as you said, has not only the United States, but the entire world divided to yeah. come across a way out of that is tremendously encouraging. And I, I've been asking people a lot the, in the last few months. I said, OK, if the Civil War comes, which side are you going to fight on? And. <laughs> what I'm getting from virtually everyone is this kind of stunned silence because everyone for the most part senses some sort of civil war is coming, but people aren't exactly clear what the sides are. And I, I, I have this line that I say in thrive Two that the real struggle for a thriving civilization is not between nation states or between political parties, between genders or races or classes. It's between those who want to be free and those who would continue to try to steal freedom from us. Fortunately, especially with the, the all this, the lockdowns and the economic collapse and destroying people's businesses with no good reason and so forth, people are waking up by, I, I believe, the hundreds of millions all over the planet. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very beautiful thing. And it's a very wonderful time to be alive, really, to take it is. A part of it. Uh, there's an old bumper sticker that we used to sell at the bookstore I ran. It said, it's not the left versus right. It's the state versus you. And uh, my good friend, Ernest Hancock, he has this great expression. He says, there's two types of people in this world. Those that want to be left alone and those that just won't leave you alone. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it, so. it is as simple as that. Yep. And yet I remember, you know, with, with real compassion uh, for what people are going through. I remember those first several months where, Yes, that it sounds so coherent, but if I go there, it feels like I'm going to be jumping off a cliff and hoping I, I, I have wings. But then in my studies, I found 18 core, what I call mind traps. And they're mind traps. I mean like, yeah, but who will build the roads? And what about security? Uh, and uh, those are the types of thoughts which are really natural to come up but people aren't spending time actually answering the questions. And that's what we're trying to do with what I call the freedom portal, the, this show that I, that I have uh, on uh, through the Thrive On uh, website, that just presenting ongoing education uh, where we can unpack each of those issues and give people the time and the information um, in a shorter amount of time than it took me, that if you're interested you will see coherence here. And then if you're still, if you're motivated by that to do something, then we're uh, bringing out a new iteration of our solutions hub. It's very similar to your freedom cells. Um, and we, in, in our last website, we already had over 1,100 groups in 90 some countries around the world, wow. all based on the freedom principles and, and going after several hundred different issues. And now we're bringing out a, a, a mobile friendly version that is more pertinent to the times we're in right now. And I'll say one more thing about that, which is back in the days when we were doing that, it was 
all like you know, this group was doing chemtrails. This one was doing GMOs. This one was doing banking schemes and so forth. What I'm seeing emerging now, you're probably seeing the same thing, is that every community that I'm visiting, there are freedom groups popping up. And so freedom is the overarching umbrella. And then all of those other issues are sub-issues of freedom. They all go away. When we actually have our freedom, they all go away. So yeah. we're in our new iteration, we'll, we'll be creating an infrastructure that allows freedom groups all over the world to link to each other, to support each other and learn from each other. I love it. I hate to keep banging on Ernie Hancock, but he's got another quote. He says, uh, freedom's the answer. What's the question? Yeah, no, so, I, uh, I love Ernie. He's been one of the great cheerleaders for freedom for a decade. Oh, yeah. He's been at it for a while. And, you know, I'm, I'm having high school friends that are like messaging me on Facebook now. And they're like, so this is the shit show that you've been trying to tell us about for 15 years now. And it's yeah. like, yeah, in some ways, the government and these big power players, they're the best players on our team because I think they push. They, it's like there's a, everything has an equal and opposite reaction. Right. And so when they squeeze harder, sometimes they can squeeze a little too hard in turn, causing people to wake up and not just wake up. Because that's one element of it, right? Becoming aware, but then take action is really the most important thing. Let's, um, I'm going to play the trailer for the film because it's, I mean, if folks haven't seen this video, Thrive One, you can watch for free. We linked to it there a second ago. You can also find it at thriveon.com. Uh, Thrive Two, um, you guys put, I imagine y'all invested a whole lot of money into <laughs> it, and uh, there's no shame in, in putting a paywall up on something. We gr- gladly paid and watched it on the first night, Thanks. but uh, there's a subscription, or it's like $10 to rent. I have a link. It's actually an affiliate link, so if you want to support the Live Free Now show, you can kill two birds with one stone, get some good insight, support, thrive, and um, support the show as well, but let's check out the trailer. And then I'd like for you to just kind of show us around the website. Cause it really seems like you guys put some cool stuff together. Um, I'm friends with Leandro and Kelsey. They're here in central Texas right now. Uh, they told me they met you. That, that's so great. Yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're doing a lot of good work as well. So we'll talk about, and then uh, we'll finish the program talking about some of the solutions in, in some various areas. I'd like to ask you like, okay, can you kind of define what you think the problem is? And of course, we all know that goes back to freedom, to freedom, right. and no freedom, and and energy. And then, what are some quick and simple solutions folks can take? So, let's check out this trailer real quick, and then we'll come back to the interview. There is a story we've heard so many times; it's rarely questioned. It says we live in a finite, disconnected universe; that nature is to be dominated. Starvation and poverty are inevitable. There are rulers. And those who are ruled. That our bodies are simply machines. That events are random. And we have no control over our own reality. This is the story we've heard a thousand times. But what if it's all... A lie. A lie designed to keep us disconnected, disillusioned, defeated, and down. What if the universe is alive? What if we could access free, limitless energy? The background energy of everything around us is full of power. What if we could cure cancer? After nine weeks, my tumor was completely gone. 
What if we could expand consciousness? Consciousness is information. It has a pattern to it. What if we could liberate the world? Some people have the idea that if something is legal, it's moral. Morality doesn't work that way. If it's wrong for me and him and him and him and him and him, it's wrong for anybody, including government. From the creators of Thrive One, one of the most widely seen documentaries in history. I'm Kimberly Carter Gamble. And I'm Foster Gamble. Comes a film like no other. Virtually every solution we found has been made illegal or suppressed. Their agenda is not a thriving world for everyone, but global control by an elite few. That rewrites the story by revealing the fundamental fabric that empowers and connects us all. There's a huge change that happens in civilization when they finally understand that there's a fundamental field that they're baiting in and that they can access it. We're very, very close to a true unified theory that is backed by consistent, relatable mathematics. We heard from over a thousand innovators from all over the world. Our attention shifted from possibilities to results. The test is successful. <laughs> the ability to tap the potential of the field is what gives us the evolutionary edge that our ancestors never had. The edge to not only survive, but to thrive. When millions of people say, we're not going to do this anymore, that can end entire empires without firing a shot. Is there something that we're not aware of yet, the knowing of which would actually transform the quality of life on Earth and have us thriving? Let's find out. Thrive 2. This is what it takes. Launching globally 2020. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I think the volume was a little low, but most people could hear on the thing. Um, ah, just watching that, I'm like, man, I need to watch this again. And I just, <laughs> I had, there's a mix up in my kiddo's home. Uh, private school they go to so we're homeschooling now and i'm like man this is going to be a great homeschool lesson here to just watch the film with my kiddos it's so impactful and powerful and it's the information is there right it's like information is out there in the universe and you guys do the legwork of taking that really you know it's not difficult information actually at the end of the day it all is kind of boils down to very simple things but you take some stuff that's complex and you make it very consumable which is a really important skill to be able to do and then just the production quality is you know it's above board can you share a little bit about what went into the process of putting this together um y'all expanded on what you did with thrive one um how long did it take the production crew and everything you guys went to all sorts of different areas in the world to make this happen it's it's really special tell us tell us what went into making this film yeah thanks that um we were so fortunate in terms of our timing with covid we literally finished like two days before the california lockdown we would not have had a movie because it depended so much on the the travel that we did 
Um, and we really committed to making a hybrid between a, a normal good documentary and a Hollywood blockbuster because we wanted to reach more people. Most documentaries don't get seen by very many people. And we knew it would be a risk because to do that, you need high production quality. You need really good people. You need really good equipment. And so we just bit the bullet on that one and spent millions of dollars making it um, and hired um, some refugees from Hollywood, our composer, award-winning composer um, who did Thrive One also, uh, and also some special effects people who are, you know, top of the game, did some of the major movies in Hollywood there. All these folks are looking for more meaningful projects and they loved working on, on Thrive. And the, particularly the visual effects for the field, we had the goal of having people fall in love with the field. Because if you fall in love with the unified field and then realize that you are a drop in the unified field, you inadvertently fall in love with yourself. And that's a lot of our goal is to have people coming out feeling, wow, you know, I feel really proud to be alive. I get to be human for a lifetime. What can I do with my creativity? So the first film and website took eight years. Uh, and we, we, we learned a lot. Uh, we had a lot of our team still together. The second one took a thousand days, almost exactly. And there were about 50 people involved uh, on core teams uh, in creating it. And the, the best part of it all was just getting to be with all those amazing human beings and, and creative artists working toward a common goal. And then for all of us to just see it land in the minds and hearts of people as they watch the film is makes absolutely every bit of the 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 risk, the cost, and the the energy output uh, really worth it. Right on, yeah, you guys nailed it. And uh, again, you can follow the link. It's an affiliate link if you want to support the show, support Foster and what they're doing, and most importantly, gain access to this info. Invite your family over, your friends, have a little mini watch party, cook up some popcorn. It's entertaining. It's informative. And it's super, super high polished. So let's uh, let's before, have you before you go on, John. Just, let me just interject for a moment. I really want to encourage whoever is listening, not only to see the movie, but to go through John's affiliate link because one of our strategies uh, for this film was yes, we're, we believe in voluntary exchange, and we spent everything we had on Thrive One. So we we needed to make this uh, a, a successful enterprise. And one of the ways we wanted to do that was by including whoever wants to share this, because it takes some courage to share uh, these ideas with your with your friends and family and coworkers and so forth. We want everybody to benefit from that. So you can make up to 20 percent uh, by just telling your friends about this, having them uh, purchase or rent it with the affiliate link. Same thing for our subscription services. And there's. Uh, over 2,000 people around the world already making money uh, on just sharing Thrive, which they probably would have done anyway. So that's the win-win we're after. So go through John's link. Yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot of folks in the liberty movement, uh, especially, but in general, that have a strange relationship with money. And they like feel guilty or uneasy about asking for money or about something being sold or as though you're doing some sort of disservice by putting a price on it. I think nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, our time is extremely valuable. And in fact, we have very limited time. 
there's more money available than there is time. I value my time more than money, especially since I have two kiddos and like life just happens so fast. So yeah, no shame in that game. And and that could be great activism too. A lot of people don't really know what to do to, to help the cause of freedom. Get people to watch Thrive and make a little money while you're doing it. And you got yourself a nice little sustainable activism flow, a little side hustle there. And one of the reasons... Um, why we set out to to make it a successful commercial enterprise was so that other people would emulate it. Because imagine if people were making truth media of high quality entertainment all over the planet. I know that's going to happen one day. And if we can help with that, great. Right on. I know you guys had some controversial figures on the film. Um, can you share a little bit about that? There were people, well, everyone's controversial, right? But there were some controversial <laughs> political figures and some folks that are like taboo, right? So I appreciate how you guys cut through all the noise just to stick with the purpose of delivering hard-hitting information. And even though people have become um, unpopular according to the masses, what kind of metric is that anyway, right? You guys still plowed forward. And I think that stuff takes courage. Maybe you guys are beyond even worried about what other people are thinking or this or that, or if someone's going to write this article about it, who cares? Uh, what really it's all about is getting the information out there. But can you share about some of that? Because I was doing some research to prepare for this interview, and I saw some stuff where it's like debunking Thrive and oh, the Thrive Foster Gamble and Kimberly brought out these really terrible figures and blah, blah, blah. Can you just share a little bit about that? Because I found that interesting. Well, our friend Catherine Austin Fitz, who was in the, the first film, <clears throat> she said, if you're not taking flack, you're probably not over the target yet. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and yeah, we, we, had a, uh, we knew it would be coming. Um, and we got a, a, a rapid immersion in you know, social ostracizing by people who, <laughs> who either don't understand what you're talking about or they're too scared to let it in or more often... They've have, they have a hidden agenda themselves or are scared of losing their own followers if they, if they tell uncomfortable truths. And that's mm-hmm. what happened. They, there were a bunch of debunking sites that went up right away, and we traced those back. And they were virtually all either government or, cor- or corporate troll sites. Wow. And um, within six months, our own network was basically cleansing social media stuff when people would start trolling like that, they would just come in and say, no, you're not presenting any facts. These guys, not, they had 68 controversial facts. Not a single one has been disproven. So where's your evidence? So within six months to a year, that pretty much disappeared. We had a few famous people who were in the film, not for their politics at all. I never even asked anyone about their politics. They were in for their knowledge of technology or food or consciousness or something like that. But a bunch of progressives, uh, banded together uh, under the urging of two uh, women, one socialist, one communist, they finally admitted to me, whose goal, who they've been really pushed by the Democratic uh, Party to try wow. to undermine Thrive so that we wouldn't diminish enthusiasm for Obama in 2012. And so so wow. uh, they got a bunch of people to sign on to a letter saying, oh, we, we didn't know we'd be represented this way in Thrive. There were 10 people who signed it. There were 20 who didn't. But of those 10, five have now recanted. And it's just basically, you know, the same sort of coercive behind the scenes backstabbing rather than actually people looking for the truth. So we're way beyond that. And having people like uh, like uh, David Icke 
Stefan Molyneux and so forth. I'll be proud till the day I die to, to support those guys because they have been put through hell and back for simply telling the truth and trying to rescue humanity. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I learned early on in my activism, um, you know, because I learned about 9-11 truth back in 2002, and that was my big thing and false flag and all this stuff. And then the Ron Paul movement came around in 2007, and I really got into libertarianism, but I didn't abandon the 9-11 truth stuff. But now we're trying to reform the Republican Party, apparently, and we're going to the Texas Republican Convention to stump for Ron Paul. And everyone's like, no, 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 you can't talk about 9-11. And I was like, well, what about the Federal Reserve conspiracy? Because Ron Paul sure as hell bangs on that. But the insight I had was, you know what? If I'm if I'm going to be talking to someone about the Patriot Act or the Department of Homeland Security, and I mentioned that a lot of this is under a false premise because 9-11 was a false flag. Are you familiar with that? Let's go over some of the evidence. And someone's turned off and they're like, well, I can't take this guy seriously now. That's not my target audience. I'm That's not right. looking for... Uh, people that are weak or people that are afraid of what others are going to think of them. And I came across this awesome essay by Albert J. Knott called Isaiah's Job. And he talks about the book of Isaiah and the difference between the masses who are, are most people. They don't understand principles. They, they don't understand the non-aggression principle, right? They just go along to get on, get along in life. You know, I don't blame them, whatever. That's fine. They want to be comfortable. And then there's the remnant and the remnant of the pieces that the people that are going to pick up the pieces of society and build anew. And so at the end of the day, our audience isn't so much the masses, although to put something out professional that can reach the masses, then you pick off the fringes of the masses right. that are really questioning. But really the, the core audience is the remnant, those people that they know something's wrong and they're looking for what we're going to do about it. What, what are your thoughts on that whole dichotomy? Well, uh, I agree with you. We, we learned the same thing quite quickly to not spend a lot of energy <clears throat> on other than low hanging fruit, uh, because we we realize there's fundamentally kind of three groups of people that you can talk to. There's people who already know the, the harsh truth about what's going on that's in the way of our thriving. There's people who don't know, but who want to know. And then there's people who really don't for their own reasons. They don't want to know because it's going to risk their uh, emotional well-being, it's going to risk their job, it's going to risk their popularity or, or something like that. And so we just don't spend time with the third group. They'll come around in their own time. I honor that. And it's one of the reasons why we wanted to make a super high quality two-hour documentary was that if you try to just introduce these topics to somebody, you know, at a family gathering or in the workplace or something like that, it almost never works. They just mm -hmm. think you're crazy. Because in a social conversation, you know, a 10 minute thing is, is not going to happen. But if you can hand someone a, a two hour documentary, so they sit down and they get all the information in one sitting and it's from credible third party sources and it makes sense to them. What we found is that's the single most effective way that we found to plant the seed, not necessarily, you know, not necessarily to change somebody's beliefs, but to challenge it enough and plant a seed of truth where they go, huh? I never thought of it that way. And, you know, now we have 91 million people who have taken that and, and run with it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And um, your documentary does a great job of um, helping people to better under helping the people that are aware to better understand. Right. And then introduce this kind of uh, holistic view of the problem and the solution. And then at the same time, for folks that would be considered the masses, right, or on the edges of the masses, it helps to break them free of that matrix um, really wonderfully. 
So let's uh, let me just let me. You can see the screen here if I share it. Is that correct, there? Foster? Yes, I can see it. Can you just share a little bit about the website? Maybe some areas people can go. It's, again, it's thriveon.com. Uh, maybe you can show us the solution hubs and just kind of walk us through real quick. Yeah. So the the movies is obvious. Uh, you you'll you click on movies and you'll go to uh, the uh, Thrive Two, Thrive One. We've got a director's cut. We've got the trailers, a music video, and that type of thing uh, under movies. The next one, uh, the media, uh, if you click on all media, then you'll see both a lot of, of the rest of our media, but also we curate uh, the best of a lot of other articles, videos, and so forth that are on topics that we think are uh, aligned with ours and really important. Yeah. This and then you go- Technocracy guy. Yeah. Yeah, if you go to the movement- uh, this is an important one because, uh, it, yeah, you go to the innovator updates. And uh, after you've seen Thrive 2, uh, you, you can get updates on what's going on with each of these breakthrough inventors. And if you want to buy technologies, you want to meet with these doctors, you want to invest in some of these companies to help them get it out and so forth, uh, that's where you can get the contact information from, for that. That particular guy, the one you're on right now, oh, my God. He he's already shipping product. He, he had, of course, thousands of inquiries have been coming in since Thrive 2 launched at the end of September. Um, and so far, he's safe. Thank goodness. Uh, we've got the IP stored securely in numerous places around the planet. But this is a guy with no even high school education who created a free energy device not plugged into anything, runs absolutely quiet and clean and can uh, can power 300 homes in wow. Africa. So that's just a sample of the kind of thing that's that's on there and that's in Thrive too. Excellent. Then if you go to uh, the subscription, the um, the subscription is basically, I my goal after doing the two movies was to open a communication portal similar to what you're doing here, where I can speak with with any anyone who's interested in being in these conversations, not just learning from me, but also contributing to the conversation. There's really high level people in every sector from all over the world in these conversations. Uh, we usually have uh, three a month on Saturdays. Um, and then uh, we, we put out blogs and so forth uh, and special newsletters as well. And then um, then we bring on experts uh, once a month. Um, Nassim Harameen's coming on uh, the day after tomorrow. Well, you're gonna do two hours on unified physics. And so we highly recommend that you support our work by joining in that conversation. This is not a, you know, a trolled Twitter conversation or something like that. This is very serious. We go, the, the main uh, title of the main show is uh, Worldview Seven Levels Deep. We take issues like COVID, like the U.S. election, uh, like freedom, and we, we go down the rabbit hole and out the other side in, in a single show. So we're training people to keep going, even if it's challenging information, because once you get to the seed truth, then you can do, then you can be effective in your own activism. You can learn how to collaborate with others and actually create a, a thriving and free society. And then finally, the solutions hub uh, is not fully functioning yet, but you can uh, you can learn all about it and start creating a profile uh, for when it does come out uh, to be able to learn your own personal process of finding 
okay, what's my purpose? What sector do I want to work in? What issue is my my most important one? What level of engagement do I want to work at? Is that uh, the immediate needs, systemic shift, or uh, or consciousness change? You know, worldview itself. Uh, and because once you know that about yourself, then you can either create a group or join a group and be super effective. You be, this turns into a, like a, a laser beam of effectiveness when people who know what they're up to join with other people who are, and we teach about the process of decision-making, conflict resolution, how to collaborate and bring together different skill sets for you know whole system solutions to, to every problem. And then finally, there's the affiliates. If you want to be an affiliate, share, thrive, and and um, and make money off of it, then please sign up as an affiliate. Right on. Yeah, I signed up. It was super easy. And Good. I did it in the hour. Before. It didn't take me an hour, but right before <laughs> the program, I went ahead and signed it up. And and that was great. Yeah, this solution's like, again, the just the way that you bring all this stuff together and kind of present it in a holistic way, I think is is super cool with, with all these ideas. It really is. Oh, John, I got to I got to tell you while while we're on this one. I'm sorry for interrupting, but just before the call, I got off a a, a a Zoom call with our Solutions Hub team, where we're we're completing the design of a certain aspect that we're developing uh, in the software for the new site, and I was presenting to them what you presented last Sunday <laughs> uh, with the Freedom Cells conference call, and we went through specifically the 13 points. I said, "Listen, wow. here's a group." Here's a group that's really doing it. Here's what they have been learning from it. And they were super excited because, of course, you know, you're doing very similar things, but they're all to, to what we're doing. But also we were learning from what you're doing. And the designer said, yeah, that's exactly the sort of thing we want in our core library. So people who want to start a group don't have to, to start from scratch. They can learn from what John did and Derek did and, and what Foster did and learn from the mistakes that we made and then not have to recreate the wheel. Wow. That's awesome to hear and really uh, impactful for me. It was really cool to see you there on that conference call that we did. And I saw that you were there. And Yeah, that was exciting. It was fun, to, fun to see that, you know, over 200 people come in. I mean, this is what's happening fractally all over the world. Mm-hmm. These freedom groups are emerging and we just want to help them learn the principles, learn the the procedures that are really effective, and then learn how to collaborate effectively because this is the grassroots decentralized movement that is the answer to this top-down pyramid that is trying to lock down the entire world in a one-world government. Yep, and if people can step outside of the fear reactionary paradigm into one of proactiveness, creation, creation, building, um, we really can't lose because exactly. I've, I've always thought that tyranny and corruption, this whole new world order agenda, they need to operate with deceit and in the exactly. darkness, whereas the natural state is light, love and freedom. And we just have to tap into that and not be afraid and we're going to win. They have to work so damn hard in order to carry out their plans. So, yeah, we've got the life force, truth and love on our side. And, you know, they, they, they've got a lot of money, but it's fake money. And there's really only a few thousand of them. They make it look really big, big because they, you know, they, they bribe and blackmail a lot of people to 
to work for them. But they, the, the vast majority of human beings are really good people who just want to be free and, and help each other out. And that's what, what you're doing and what we're doing. That's, that's, we're just facilitating that. And I know that that's ultimately going to win. Yeah, it's yeah. a good it's a good transition phase. And one of the things about the solutions that's so important is a lot of people are like, well, this is all I know. I was raised in a public right. school environment where we pledged allegiance to the flag and on the walls we worshiped presidents and government figures. I didn't I've, I've never known anything else. And so I think one of the best ways to educate people is to show them that there's another way and then invite them to be a part of it. And that's what we're doing with the freedom cells, freedomcells.org. And that's what your documentary presents. And that's what this movement that you guys have created offers as well. So uh, before we let you go, um, I know that you alluded to some things that are on the horizon. Maybe just share with the audience uh, a little bit about how they can find your info and what to expect from Foster and Kimberly and the crew in the future. Yeah. Go to thriveon.com. It's all there. We're also, uh, we're still on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, but we're also on BitChute and Parler and uh, all the alternative ones as well. Um, and the main things that are coming, we just came out with a, with a gifting software. We just completed it a few weeks ago. Um, so if, if you love uh, the Thrive Movie and want to share it, you can now gift that at a discount. So that's done. The Solutions Hub uh, will be coming soon. We're in the final stages of uh, design. I, I, they, they told me I can't give a date yet, but let's just say we're getting closer every day and uh, the, you know, the time will be right uh, when it comes out. And we will be uh, doing these ongoing interviews with experts um, like John. <laughs> we'll get you on, on my show one of these days. But the people who can save you a ton of time, whether it's unified physics or that, you know, how to handle art, artificial intelligence well, how to create a, a a thriving uh, uh, free economy uh, or uh, how to understand conspiracy and, and, and get rid of it. So those are the main things that are on the horizon for us. Um, we look forward to, to having you join us if it resonates with you. Cool. Cool. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the program. Uh, it's an honor, a privilege, and I'm, I'm a big fan and uh, yeah, keep up the good work. I'm going to close down the show. And uh, if I could hold you over to talk to you real quick, whenever we're finished, that'd be awesome. Sure. Well, thanks. It's an honor to be on your show and to get to talk with your network for a little while. Thank you right. guys. Thanks Foster. All right. I'll be right back within one sec. All right. There you go, folks. That was an awesome interview. I want to thank all the people over a hundred people have been watching live. Thank you to the folks that were watching on Facebook and YouTube. Big thanks. If you're watching on D live and float, Again, the website is livefreenow.show. If you want to subscribe, if you want to join our newsletter so we can stay in touch no matter what big tech may do down the road. And that was Foster Gamble. Check out the documentary. You can use my affiliate link there um, or you can go to thriveon.com, thriveon.com to learn more. Again, our sponsor is My Brave Botanicals, mybravebotanicals.com. You get a free ounce of Kratom or you can try some amazing Delta 8 THC gummies and at the end of the day, guys, we are powerful, beautiful, free human beings, as old Derek Bros has to say. We can live a life of abundance, prosperity, where we're in harmony with our fellow human beings and in harmony with the rest of nature. We can thrive. You just have to realize that it's up to each and every one of us to take the actions necessary to create that world. And if we do that, I feel confident 
that will be there in no time at all. Thank you so much again for tuning in. John Bush, I'm out.